Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7, it's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, 5, 4, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. 3, 2, 1, it's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com. The future of basketball looks a lot like the New Balance two-way. Players like Jamal Murray and Tyrese Maxey use it to keep their edge and dominate on the court. And you can too. The two-way from New Balance Basketball. At Discount Tire, we know how valuable your time is around the holidays. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com so you can spend more time with friends and family this holiday season. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next. All the forms, the bills, the not-a-bills, the... Press 4 to repeat these options. Does healthcare have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make healthcare easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. If not necessary, <laughs> um getting it out. But uh, we're going to look at these free agents. So before we get into the free agents, we gotta look at the roster, right? What do we have and what is our, our situation? You know, whether it's the financial piece of it or you know, what what are our options? What what can we possibly pull off? What is Nico working with basically? Like it's it's an episode of chopped, you know. I can't make filet mignon an episode of what? Chopped. You what know? is that? It's like a show where they give you a bunch of random ingredients, you gotta try to make a gourmet meal. It's like that's just like the most random reference I've ever heard you make on it. I mean, I'm, I'm a cultured individual, so. All right. All right. Know, I got to get in my bag sometimes. So it's, it's I like, like some shit old motherfucker watch. But... You know, I ain't watched that shit, but I <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? 
the the my friend had talked about it or something. Him and his wife used to get into it. Anyway, you know what? We're getting off topic. Uh, it's like an episode of Chopped. We got the ingredients. We got to figure out what we can make with the ingredients. We can't just make this fantasy dish like a lot of people want to do. We got to work with what we got. So, first of all, as far as roster building goes, uh, we have the MLE. It looks like we're going to have the full 12 milli to work with. We got the BAE, which is about five mil or so. And then the rest is going to be minimums, baby. All right. The rest is going to be minimums. Uh, Kyrie hangs in the balance. We've already said, allegedly, we're not going to work with him on a sign and trade. So we got to operate with that in mind. Initially, I was going to put a plan together if Kyrie leaves, if he doesn't. I'm just going to kind of keep him out there in the open. Like, that's the first thing we got to tackle is making sure Kyrie's coming back. Like, that's, yeah. that's the first yeah. order of business. I feel like that goes without goes without saying. So Obviously, I mean, we have to mention it. But, I mean, like, as far as free agent targets, technically the main one is Kyrie. Yeah, so establishing Kyrie's back kind of <laughs> sets the table for where we can go next. Um, Luca. so with Kyrie back – our starting lineup right now, if I were to lay it out on paper, again, assuming no other trades are have gone down or are going to go down in the next couple of days, our roster is basically Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Maxi, Rashawn Holmes off the bench. And again, I'm only going by people that are under contract. Jaden Hardy, Tim, Reggie, OMP, yeah, you know me, and Derek Lively. Um, Wait, hold up. AJ oh, Lawson and Mike. Hold up. No, 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 no. Stop. Stop. We not about to slide past like you didn't just do that. <laughs> what, what, what What? you accusing me of? Trying to rhyme lively with Owen. Well, you know me. <laughs> Say, yeah, you know me. Derek Lively. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? We're doing slant rhymes around here. We not. Okay. All right. Continue. Ain't nobody question. When fabulous and them dudes be doing the stuff like you know what anyway i don't like fabulous who else be doing the slant round i don't care anyway um with t-pain we'll take it out that was completely different <laughs> when t-pain took it to wisconsin nobody was complaining he changed the whole that ain't even a state he changed the whole name oh man shout yeah. out t-pain you a legend um, and it was funny because like I saw I somehow I ended up in a thread of people like talking about that. And somebody was like, in parts of the Midwest, some people actually do pronounce it like that. So like over here, we didn't really question it too much. Well, he ain't from the Midwest. He's from the South. So we don't get that. Pass. That's just the levels to the never mind. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we got a 10 man roster right now with two two ways. Uh, so 10 man roster with a pretty tight rotation of two of each position. Uh, Luca Kyrie at the guards in the starting lineup, Josh Maxey on the wings with Holmes in the middle on the bench, Hardy and Tim is the guards, Reggie and OMP at the wings, Lively in the middle, right? Uh, I, I, I guess I did forget JaVale McGee. I guess I could. Yeah, I mean. Right, JaVale McGee in here. Just, even though it seems clear from all reporting that they are very, very keen on getting him up out of here. Well, that has not occurred at this time. The thing about that is the thing about a trade <laughs> is that somebody has to want him. Not even just him. Somebody has to be willing to take him on. 
So I think what we're going to hope for or look for is a team that's not going to hit the salary floor, just wanting to take him to get them to the, the minimum salary. Yeah, because to be honest, I, I don't I don't see the eight and trade happening. Because we don't have enough. We don't have the assets to incentivize somebody to just take JaVale McGee. Yeah. And I'm not attaching a first round pick to get rid of JaVale. Absolutely not. I'd rather keep him. Unless we get another all-star, then by all means, uh, exactly. JaVale McGee can just stay and we can tell him to stay home like Jay Crowder. If it comes like, out. bro, you ain't even got to play. Like, we'll pay you to stay home. So with that established, basically we need pretty much every position. We have needs at every position. We yeah. In the starting lineup, we can upgrade at the three through five pretty Fact. much. Much as I love Josh – Am I ready to depend on him for 82 games starting at the small forward? No. I haven't seen it. I mean, the first half of the season, Josh Green, cool, but I haven't seen it for a full season. Reggie Bullock, damn sure ain't showing up in the first Absolutely half. Absolutely not. Uh, we don't even know who's starting at the four. I was going to say, loves much as we love Max Sands, Prosper, and, and Maxie, ain't nobody ready to depend on either one of them either at the four. The law offices of Max and Max. Um, I mean, to the, to the max, to the max. Hey, hold up. Is that copyright? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Big John. Like just, just say shout out behind it and you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then Holmes and Lively. Like, Holmes was completely out of the rotation in Sacramento last year, and yeah. Lively has not played a single NBA minute. We can improve at all three of those positions. It will look tough for us to, A, start a rookie who some people still consider kind of a bit raw, and two, start a guy who couldn't get minutes on the playoff team last season. So uh, even on the bench, we have holes to fill. like, do we want Jaden Hardy as the backup point guard? If we do, we need a shooting guard off the bench. Do we want Jaden Hardy as the off-ball guard off the bench? If we do, we need a point guard off the bench. Right. And that's kind of how I, I put my strategy. First of all, can I improve the center position? Or is there a center out there that's affordable that I can put in front of homes? Is there a small forward out there that I can put in front of Josh? Is there a power forward that I can put in front of Maxi, or at least somebody that I know can push Maxi at the power forward for those minutes? Um, and I, for, again, for me, the power forward position is very slim out here. Um, it's the slimmest. It, it's very skimpy out here with the power forward. So we're probably going to end up with a committee, but that's fine with me because in my opinion, in our lineups, the way we want to play that power forward being defensively versatile is more important mm-hmm. than uh, them being like an offensive <laughs> weapon or whatever. Like I just need them to be able to hold it down and be switchable on defense. Mostly. Yeah. I'm not against us not paying much for, for power forward. We, our committee is if Maxi is still on the team and doesn't get traded, uh, Maxi, Omax, and, you know, maybe Josh can run some four sometimes. Uh, whoever we bring in on a smaller contract, which we'll get into, um, can run some four sometimes. So uh, I'm not opposed to Luca running some wing of four sometimes, but, you know, I don't see that happening. Uh, yeah. Let's get into it, I think. I think it's, it's, I think it's time to get into it. I'm going to start with the full MLE. Um, okay. Did you find... Any full MLE targets? I have three. You at oh. different positions. Oh, uh, maybe I, I see. I was like, dang, I don't think I went hard enough. I know this Bibbs. I know he about to come with something crazy. <laughs> um, 
I got seven. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> now hold on. Let me let me preface by saying this. I have seven. Okay. Three of them are restricted. Okay. Let's start so, there. Let's start there because none of mine are restricted. Okay. I, I went with the restricted guys. Now, with a grain of salt, obviously, I believe that these guys are going to be worth more than the full MLE. I'm just okay. I'm just throwing it out there as an option. All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's go with your restricted guys. <clears throat> First up, Rui Hachimura. Is he restricted? I thought they released his restriction. Did they release his restriction? I'm pretty I, see that. I, might be, I might be tripping. Let me double check. Only thing I saw from them today was Mo Bamba and Malik Beasley. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Let me, Let me search his name on Twitter. I'm tripping. I might be tripping. Dang, Woe said Kyrie. No, Possibly new. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't do anything with Rui. Hold on. Rui Hachimura. The Lakers, oh, hold up. This move is not about creating cap space. Possibly yeah, I just saw that tweet. Using the 12.49 tax. <laughs> they playing games. Hold up. Let's see what else we got. They said Hachimura not playing for Japan. They It said it a day ago. They extended the qualifying offer to Rui and Austin Reeves. Okay, so they did get both of them. Though. Okay. Yeah. All right, then I lied. I do have one. <laughs> so you add Rui to the list. Rui is my power forward target uh, with the full MLE. Um, I expect the thing. The thing is, I added Rui because I expect the Lakers to bring him back. Right. But between them using the MLE, wanting to have the full MLE, and having to pay Austin Reeves, are what are they willing to match? Right. For, because let's be honest, Rui was important in the playoffs, but that's the only time he was really important for the team. He had that nice run in the playoffs against uh who did they play in the second round? Warriors, Golden State. Okay. He had a nice run against them, but are they willing to match a full MLE, which is around 12 million? More than likely they are, but I added them on there just in case. Um the next one up, PJ Washington, your guy. Okay. Uh, if the Hornets are going to bring back Miles Bridges, which they most likely will, they will have to pay him. How much they're willing to pay him after all this controversy is on the table. Um, but I think that opens up the door for Charlotte to not match a P.J. Washington contract. Uh, so I think there's a chance there. Not likely, but a chance. Um, and Grant Williams in Boston. Uh I think the likely option for Grant Williams to be moved is a signing trade. But <clears throat> with them bringing in Christos Porzingis, they got that big front court there. Obviously, I think they still want to bring Grant Williams back. But again, kind of like Rui and P.J. Washington, it's an option. Uh, we'll see if we can bring uh, if we can bring this guy in. But those are my three restricted. Should I go to my other ones? Um. Yeah, so I didn't put P.J. Washington on my list, but you know that's my guy. Yeah. Um, I know he wants 20 M's, but the market is very slim. And I think you're right that the the, the Hornets are going to have some decisions to make. It's going to depend on whether or not somebody decides to come after Miles Bridges because I can't imagine they're going to want to get both of those guys big contracts um, and then have to bench one of them. Yeah. 
It's uh, not going to happen. Miller definitely slotting into the starting lineup. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at pursuing pursuing them. Uh, I don't personally, I'm not a fan of Grant Williams, but really, it makes sense to me to to go after him there. I didn't know that. I I, I feel like we talked about Grant Williams before. He I thought was cool. he was cool and he was cool in the past, but he gotten weird over the past couple of years. That's fair. I don't really mess with him too much, but yeah, he would definitely qualify for stealing that starting four spot and giving us that depth, that bullpen, if you will. Right. Uh, and he improved his three-point shot, so. He has. Um, My number one main priority, uh, Bruce Brown. I think that's consensus. I think the Mavs obviously share that sentiment since we will be having a meeting with him tomorrow. Uh, along with the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> we know how that goes. Um, Bruce Brown fills out a lot of spots on this team. He can play the wing at small forward. He can play some small ball power forward. Yes, we know he's 6'4", but he has a 6'9 wingspan. He can play some uh, point guard off the bench like he did for Denver last year. So he covers a lot of holes for us. And I think he's the only player in free agency that can cover that many holes for us. As far as huh? he's definitely my top free agent target, uh, for those reasons, like you said, he could slide into that spot ahead of Josh. Um, as a starting three guard, he can be the backup point guard with Luca and Kyrie off if necessary. Um, and again, he can guard up, so anybody with that versatility, championship pedigree now, uh, dog, we, we know we like those types. I uh, definitely, definitely a, a safe slot in guy that's going to play big minutes for us if he comes in. And I think that that's, that's our selling point. Uh, in my opinion is that his role is going to be solidified if he comes here, what that means for Josh green. Y'all, I don't care. Uh, I'll you want the, to work brother. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take the depth. Uh, Reggie's an expiring. Maybe somebody wants him down the line. Like, you know, there's a lot of different ways we can go. I think people overthink stuff. When you're looking at the starting lineup, people overthink that thing. Like, it, it's okay to have depth. It's okay to have more than one good player at a position. It's good to have depth. Yeah. Players, you have options. Yeah, players get hurt. Players get in foul trouble. Like, I would prefer to have a Josh Green off the bench to for his security so he's not thrown to the wolves. Because, again, we've established he's not. he wasn't 100% ready the last time we saw him. So now you put Brown in front of him, he can come off the bench hungry, pissed that he's on the bench maybe, and and try to steal that job or at least prove that he can handle it. And then maybe some other guys become expendable down the line. Absolutely. He's trying to get an extension too. So I think he'll earn an an extension. Uh, My next player is the second priority. Is this Um, another uh, full MLE? Full MLE, yes. Okay. I haven't heard this name attached to the Mavericks at all, and I'm shocked, which makes me think that we're really trying to trade for a center. Um, Brooke Lopez. Uh, He has a meeting with the Los Angeles Lakers. I've heard no attachment to the Dallas Mavericks whatsoever. Uh, But he's going for the MLE, the full MLE. Um, Obviously, he's not a great rebounder, (laughs) honestly, but he stretches the floor. And he protects the rim, one of the best rim protectors in the league. Defensive player of the year candidate last year. Uh, I think he fits perfectly on his team. He's been on the older side, so. I must say, he ain't giving him the full MLE, too. Yeah. He doesn't 
he doesn't fit the quote unquote timeline. Uh, he is on the older side. But when you talk about guys like Miles Turner, I think this is the next best thing as far as what we can afford, to be honest. But uh, for some reason, I haven't heard the Mavs link to him, which makes me think we're going after a center. Uh, I have two more for MLE guys. The next one is a center as well. I believe this team will. Huh? Not get in here. You said you only got. Two. Oh, I thought you was. I thought you told me to list all the. No, oh. I, I just wanted you to get your restricted guys out. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead then. Go ahead, my fault. You said you had. You only got two people left. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You, already go ahead. you said five. Yeah. Three restricted, and oh, I just yeah, have Brian okay. Brook Lopez. All right, so I had three. You've named two of mine, Rui and um, Bruce Brown. So I'm gonna get okay. one off. We'll get one off at least. Mine is a center, uh, Yaka Pertle. That was my next guy. I figured that. That's why I was like, yeah, goddamn. Like, Can you get this off? Yeah. Before I listed all you. So, Yako Pirtle, uh, I don't know what the hell Toronto got going on, but I don't think anybody wants to be sitting around waiting for them to figure that shit out. No. So, let's slide in here with that full MLE for Yako Pirtle. You know, he's a guy I've been after for a minute now. Yep. Uh, I think you've been been on that that hunt as well. He he does he, the dirty work. He he's a pick and roll guy. He protects the rim. That's what I. That's what we need. That shit he was doing in Toronto when he first went there. Them fucking numbers he was putting up. Like obviously he's not a scorer. You're not going to look for him to get a bucket. But just being on the glass, he's going to get a bucket. Just being in a pick and roll, he's going to get a bucket. So yeah, low maintenance center that, that's going to set the picks. Going to roll to the basket. Finish when the, when he gets the ball inside and, and takes protecting the rim personally. That's that's all I need. He's gonna start ahead of Rashawn Holmes just because of how we want to play basketball. So if if Bruce Brown decides the LA is the place for him, and Rui doesn't seem like he's on board, Pirtle's my guy. That's who I'm after. All right, that's who's your uh, your last full MLE. I think you know. I'm scared, actually. I mean, I got some names here, but I'll motherfucker. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, man. <laughs> Seeing the people that get that subscribe to the Patreon get to see the video. They gonna see it. The people that subscribe to the Patreon gonna get to see it. That's why you need to subscribe to the Patreon, man. Five dollar tier, and you get the video version of the podcast. I'm telling you, you just you just saw everything just now. But Dylan Brooks, man, Dylan Brooks. Look, I know you ain't on the Dylan Brooks train, and I, look, I understand. I get it. Everybody and the people probably listening right now, like, oh my god, Reese, what are you talking about? You tripping? Is the harbor water in Baltimore getting to your brain? No, it's not. Look, I understand why y'all wouldn't want Dylan Brooks. I completely understand. But you telling me if I told you out of context, if I told you we could sign an all defensive team, small forward for 12 million, y'all wouldn't do it? Not if it's Dylan Brooks. Uh uh-uh. uh, I said out of context. <laughs> out of context. <laughs> out of context. I know what baggage comes with Dylan Brooks, man. I get it. Look, he he can take some bad shots sometimes. Sometimes he don't take as bad as many bad shots as THJ. He think he him. 
And at least he played yeah, he defense on the other end. He shoot worse than Tim. At least he played defense on the other end. We need a guy who can go out and guard the other team's best player, right? That's not Dylan Brooks. Nobody gonna enjoy playing. Everybody gonna be pissed playing. We're gonna get into so many fights. Hey, we need to get into some fights, man. We need to get into some fights on the Mavericks. We talk, look, man. Look, I understand. I'm just saying, defense. It, it ain't who who on the market right now is a better defender than Dylan Brooks. There's only one guy I can think of, and he's restricted. No, wait, is he still restricted? Who that? Is he on I, your list? I, yeah, he on my list, so I don't want to say. Okay. We can I'm going to look it up. But, yeah, Dylan Brooks is my last guy. Okay. Uh, so that's the full MLE. And all we attacked was that 3-4-5. And, again, that's the a potential starter, basically, is what we're looking at. So I would assume the rest of the guys that we have on our list are not necessarily potential starters. Maybe they they get into that bullpen power forward position for some of the guys I have listed. <laughs> And maybe they get into that bullpen for the center position for some of the guys I have listed here as well. Uh, we're going to get to these partial MLEs. So these are people that we're looking to pay above the, the BAE, basically. The above the 5.4, not necessarily the uh, the full 12. He is restricted, the guy I was talking about. He is restricted. Let me double check. the What is the BAE while I'm tripping? I keep saying it's 5 million. Is it 5 even? I, I don't know if it's 5 even. Let's see. Biannual. It's 4.5, actually. 4.5. Okay. So above the 4.5, but not quite the 12.4 is what we're looking at. All right. So. <laughs> Wait, you said above the 4.5? Yes. So I thought the BAE, you couldn't go above the 4.5. I'm saying, this is partial MLE, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got partial. Yeah. All right, so partial MLE, guys, I got four. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to say I'm debating if I need to put pump some of my BAE guys up, but I'm not going to. All right, my first partial MLE guy is a guy that recently became available. You know him as Javon Carter. Uh, he is, he is, yeah. Rap Harder. Um, I'm just what the? You just casually throwing them in there. I'm feeling some type of way today. Um, Javon Carter, and this is the first point guard we've listed. Uh, we need we need a, a vet veteran point guard. And for whatever reason, in my head, I wasn't looking at him as a veteran point guard until recently. But he's a veteran point guard at this point. Uh, yeah, he he's in his prime. So think Javon, about the teams he's played on as well. Right, like he's not only. He's a guy that I don't think many people thought was going to stick around initially. He played on that Phoenix team that went to the finals. That's where he really got his chance. Then he went to Brooklyn. They played in the playoffs and now Milwaukee. So, yeah. So Javon Carter, let me double check his birth date. Yeah. He'll be 28 in September. Yeah. So not, not a spring chicken at all. Uh, and pretty consistently is a dog on defense. We know that. Uh, recently he has kind of been on a tear with the threes, 42% from three last year on four attempts per game for Milwaukee. Uh, he was actually 50, almost 56% from three the prior year, uh, just two attempts a game though. 
but overall for his career, almost 40% from three. So he hits the three, he plays D, he handles the ball like a grizzled veteran. Like that's the type of point guard you want at the end of your bench. Yep. Um, and he might run that second unit sometimes. So Javon Carter, I think, is definitely worth, you know, a 315, 316, whatever the case may be type of deal. Um, maybe 318, you know, I'm I'm willing to, to 320. Do we need to do that? Like I, I could see that any type of deal and that's that type of range happening for Javon Carter. I'm gonna be 100 percent okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I got him at like around six mil uh for the first year at least. Um he he was definitely on my list for a partial MLE guy. Okay. You you can go next, I guess. Uh I'm gonna let you get your all yours out because I got a lot of guys. So okay. So the <clears> next one that I would put on my partial MLE list is another guy who recently became available, Torian Prince. I have him as well. This one I'm letting you get him out of the way. That way when I go, I don't have as many to Okay. Yeah. Torian Prince, uh, another guy who I've always liked. I wanted him last year. He was one of my top targets, but mm-hmm. very quickly signed with the Timberwolves. Uh, apparently that experiment is over. I believe his last contract was about seven mil. Yeah. So maybe not quite seven. Maybe we come down to six. Again. I was about to say, I don't see him getting more than that. So yeah. So and the fact that he took seven last year tells me that six is not uh astronomical or terrible to offer him so somewhere in that six range again uh two years three years whatever the case may be and he comes in and he gives us some more options at the the, the three slash four uh, i think he's is he six seven or six eight i think he's six seven yeah he's six seven uh can play some small ball four at times but mostly a three but again three four five those are the positions that we're looking to, to add some depth in my opinion Tony Prince, definitely a strong candidate there. I'll say this. If we came away, if we went into the offseason and used the MLE to sign Javon Carter and Torian Prince, I think I'd be okay with that. Like, if we Both tried all our... Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Like, we cover defense. We cover the point guard off the bench. A guy who has had scoring bursts. <laughs> excuse me, this season uh, when needed. I think he dropped like 30-something points in the game this season. Uh, Torian Prince, I don't know if I'd say, hey, go guard the other team's best player, but he can play some defense and he can hit some shots on the other end. So, yeah, I'd be cool with that. Who's your next guy? I'm switching up my order a little bit. My next guy is probably a little bit controversial, but he comes in and he's going to compete for that 3-4 spot. He's familiar to Dallas fans. His name is Jay Crowder. I did not have Jay Crowder. On your list at all? No. Okay. So Jay Crowder, um, he's out there. <laughs> I know it's been a minute <laughs> since we really paid attention to Jay Crowder because he was It's funny because he was on my list for Mavs outside just play GM, but I didn't add him this time. It's crazy. Did you like see him and decide never mind? Or yeah, I just decided never mind. Okay. So Jay, um, Jay had a weird year last year. But I think he would embrace an opportunity to compete for the the starting three, starting four spot on this team. Uh, He's bounced around a lot. He, again, had a weird year last year. I'm trying to pull up what he ended up. He only ended up playing 18 games last year for the uh, for the 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 Bucks. He actually shot 43 percent from three on three attempts per game during that time period. 
uh, with four rebounds, seven points, four rebounds in 18 minutes. How much did he play in the playoffs? Because if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they really didn't play him much in that first series, right? Yeah, he says he played four games, 10 minutes a game. Yeah, that don't seem like a lot. Didn't play a ton, didn't do a ton in the playoffs, but again, he only played 18 games. He, he probably, he, he's fresh. That's what we'll, yeah. we'll say he's fresh. And I would hope hungry. Uh, maybe doesn't need to be a partial MLE guy. Maybe we can get him for the BAE, but I'm putting him on my partial MLE list to incentivize him to to come to, to Dallas. I think it'll benefit us the fact that he he didn't play much on a contending team in the first round. It, it might bring the value down a bit along with age and the fact that he sat out most of the year last year. So uh, I don't know if we'll get him for a BAE, which, since you said it's 4.5, but partial MLE around like five, six million. Uh, cool. Yeah, now he is 32, but spot placeholder while we figure it out and see if what OMP is about. Um, you want me to get my last partial MLE guy? Yeah. Nikhil Alexander Walker. So he's on mine too. He's a two, three, I think. Uh, I think yeah. I, I agree. He's six, six. Yeah. Long. Um, not exactly a position of need right now, but <clears throat> since we know THJ has been and will be shopped, you look at a situation where Tim gets traded. I like the way he pairs uh, the way Nikhil Alexander Walker pairs with Jaden Hardy off the bench. I think he can play some one though. He was a point guard yeah. coming into the league. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like they can kind of dual duty the thing. Like neither one of them really needs to be a point guard full time, yeah. but they can kind of play off each other. Yeah. He can play the one through three position if need be. Um, I don't know about the whole, if Tim Hardaway Jr. goes, we got him because they don't really like give the same thing. I'm saying Jaden Hardy would step into more of the score. Oh, okay. All right. And yeah. that would allow Nikhil Alexander Walker to compliment him defensively. I don't like okay. the Jaden Hardy Tim pairing right now. Yeah, yeah, me either. That's that's fair. That's fair. All right. <clears throat> uh, is that all you got? Yeah, I was looking at some of these other guys that probably should be partial MLEs, but I'm going to leave them on my BAE list for now. All right. Um, I have a partial MLE guy who has just recently become a free agent. Uh, the Lakers declined his team option. Malik Beasley, if Tim Hardaway Jr. is gone, I think this is a nice guy we could bring in for cheap to fill that volume shooter role. Uh much cheaper than Tim Hardaway Jr. Obviously, I got him around like five, six million. Um, I like Malik Beasley. It's cool. Uh, I don't I don't know how many minutes he's going to play, but uh, I do my, like Malik Beasley on the team as a volume shooter. Not much on defense can give you something, uh, but I'm bringing him in for shooting alone. Uh, another guy. He was on my I, long list, but I didn't put him on my short list. Okay. Um, I was going to go with this restricted guy. It was Matisse Thibel, but now that I know he's restricted, I'm not going to. I'm pretty sure they'll match whatever. Um, I had Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I had Torian Prince. K.J. Martin. Okay. Uh, K.J. Martin got him for around $7 million, uh, 7 to $6 million. Um, 
nice athletic wing, can play some three, can play some four. Uh, perfect for playing with Luca, in my opinion, as far as making cuts to the basket, finishing at the rim. Uh, not getting them for defense, but I think when you have a guy that athletic, there's always some defensive upside. Uh, and when you have a defensive-minded coach like Jason Kidd, maybe he can bring something out of him. He's still young. Who knows? Uh, Jason Kidd also played with his dad. Never know. Speaking of his dad, how much are we paying the family to allow him to play for Mark Cuban? <laughs> Look, man, I'm just here to bring the guys in. They got to figure that out themselves. Okay. Maybe maybe we can sit Kenyon Martin and Mark Cuban down and they can squash the beef. Or, Is Mark throw, surviving that or? or throw hands and, well, it ain't going to be much of a fight. But, um, yeah. Kenyon Martin, like, hey, run me my fade. He beat the shit out of Mark Cuban, and then boom, that up. Be like, all right, my son can play here now. Right. Or his son could be a man and say, hey, dad, I want to play here. I don't care about your beef. But that might be unloyal. Never know. You don't want to have a, a ghost in Tariq St. Patrick situation. Um, Jalen McDaniels. Partial MLE? Yeah, partial MLE. Uh, just $5 million, just above the BAE. I could have got him as a BAE guy, but uh, I just went with $5 million. Uh, fills that wing position, can play the three and the four. Good defender. Uh, shooting needs some working, but it's not terrible. Uh, it's just not consistent. Athletic, has some upside. Not as good as his brother. Damn sure not as good a defender as his brother, but he does have the potential. Uh, length as well, so he could fill that role. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, um, point guard slash shooting guard. How does he fit in your eyes? So you, you see him as a point guard? I see him as a point guard. If I had, I would bring him in to play the point guard role because he's a guy who knows his role. He's not going to do too much. He's capable of hitting shots. He's going to play some defense. And I really want Jaden Hardy to play off the ball. And if he's going to be with a point guard, I wanted to be with a guy who knows his role like a Dante DiVincenzo does. Um, but I think his best position is shooting guard, but we will be bringing him in to play point guard. Uh, but he also brings the defense, which is why I considered him. If he was just an offensive guy, I wouldn't bring him in to play point guard. But since he brings that defense, I considered it. Okay. Um. And this last guy, I did have him as a BAE, but I'm 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 raising the price a bit, just by like a million or two. Cam Reddish, I'm still a believer in Cam Reddish. Like, I, I don't think y'all understand how uh, coming into the wrong organization can can mess up a young player's career. He comes into Atlanta, it's not getting much opportunities from the get go. Uh, he gets shipped to New York thinking he's about to get a new opportunity, and Tibbs says, nah. It seems like Tibbs never wanted him there. Uh, he goes to Portland. His injuries on the team. Now they're losing. They're not in playoff contention. Uh, he's getting some minutes there. Looks good in some places, but they're not bringing him back. Uh, not bringing him. They didn't extend the qualifying offer to him. I think in the right situation, Cam Reddish can show his potential. I think he still has all-star potential. Like, I think that's his ceiling. Not saying he comes here and that happens like that. I'm just saying that's his ceiling in the future. Not for whatever team, as long as it's right 
it's the right place. Yeah, I'm not ready to go that far, but it is funny to me to watch people who talk about how we didn't give DSJ another chance act like Cam Reddish can't be uh, reclaimed at this point in his career. DSJ had a similar, similar journey. He, he came in with Dallas. Things were cool the first year, but then Luca came in. Things went south pretty quickly. Trade him to New York. He gets buried on the bench. New York fans are chanting for Frank Nielakina while he's on the free throw line. Like, I don't know if y'all understand how that's called. Fuck like, me. do you understand? Y'all understand how bad Frank is? That ain't even the point. <laughs> <laughs> you can see almost the tears welling up in his eyes. Within that anyway, so now he's in, now he goes to Charlotte. He gets a real opportunity and he's doing things. Cam Reddish just needs a real opportunity. Uh, I said it when I saw that he was being released, that he needs to make his next opportunity, his best opportunity. He needs yep. a place that's going to give him a real chance to play the right role. Not going to be asked to do too much. Not going to be in a position to do too much. Going to be in a position to do his job and then potentially be able to explode out from it. And I think as a 6'8 wing, he comes in as a guy who competes for one of those three or four type slots that we have available where he's going to be competing with Maxi, Josh, Reggie, OMP for minutes. And I think he can win some of those minutes, to be honest. I uh, think for sure he's a three. Uh, I wouldn't play him at the four. I think that that could be the thing that gets him right personally is if he gets some time at the four. If he embraces it. I like him more as a a two or three, like a Paul George type, like a tall wing shooting guard, small forward. But I mean, I I can see the vision with the four. Short term, short term. term, I can see that. But I think right now his issue is when he has the ball in his hands too much, he starts doing too much. So put him at the three or four, less ball in his hands. He can have those moments where he slashes. He can have those moments where he uh, uh, ball fake drive, whatever, but it's less like he's expected to have the ball and make decisions because he's a guard. I don't, I don't want to put him in that position right away as he gets comfortable. Then maybe we can start mixing it up a little bit more. This is the way I see it. Like short term, I would want to see him in a maxi type role for a little while. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm a fan of Cam. I think he can do a, not do a lot here, but he has potential to, uh, I'm on my BAE list, by the way. So if we can get him for the BAE, that'd be great. I think it's possible. He's not. He his market is not high right now. Right. And again, it, for him, it's more about the right place than trying to get money. I would hope. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my last guy for the that's part. Really. So I figure we could transition. Like he's your last partial. Yeah. I'll list. I'll have him as my first BAE. Okay. Um. I only have three BAE guys. I have four more, so I'll start. Pat Bev. Uh, I didn't enlist him because I didn't think he's leaving Chicago. I don't know what the fuck Chicago is doing either. That's a good point. If we could steal a pat, if, if if Javon Carter, rap harder, doesn't decide to come to uh <laughs> to that. What was that? Oh, you heard the dirt bikes? I, I thought I heard Charlie Brown's teacher. Um, <laughs> damn, I threw off my whole thing. Oh, Javon Carter don't decide to come through. Uh, Pat Bev is my next uh, reserve point guard that I'm looking at. Again, a dog on defense. We know what he does. And uh, 
I've been against him in the past, but I, I see a, I see a role for him today. Okay. Do I go next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next BAE guy is somebody I mentioned when we were on the We Talk Mavs roundtable, uh, Dario Sarge. Um, I like Dario Sarge. Bibbs doesn't believe he can play defense. I think he's a decent defender. Uh, can defend some threes, can defend some fours. Uh, he filled a fourth spot for us off the bench. Uh, we'd had a nice rotation of Dario, Owen. Now I'm calling him OMP. Uh, <laughs> OMP and Maxi. Um, he can shoot, space the floor a bit, so we wouldn't be losing that. Uh, but obviously, he's an he isn't going to demand much on the market. But I think he can contribute to a team trying to contend. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, George Nyang. Okay. Um, again, I put him in that four spot, uh, three point maestro can handle the ball a little bit. Uh, hard nosed player, high IQ, definitely any team could use him. Uh, if we can get him for the BAE, I, I think that's a solid pickup. My next guy is Utah Watanabe. Uh, had a nice season last year in Brooklyn, shot the ball very well, which is something we can use over here. He has size. He plays off the ball well, makes nice cuts. I think he can play off of Luke and Kyrie very well. Uh, he can play that 3-4 position. Uh, kind of like some small ball four. He's a big guy. He's a taller guy, but, you know, he's not going to play with the big fours. Uh, that's why I consider it more small ball four, but I think you to watch Nabe if we can get him for the BAE. Uh, I can't see him demanding much on the market. I can see him getting a partial MLE from someone uh, or the taxpayers MLE from another team, but uh, if we can get him on the BAE, that would be great. Yeah, I have him on my minimum list. Okay. But not mad at the, the BAE idea. Um, of course, my camera switched. That's fun. Whatever. Fuck it. We, we live, we ball. Um, my next guy, Kelly Oubre. Uh, much hated, not celebrated. I, I don't know if he's going to get some money on the market or not. I don't know if he wants to win or not. But if I can steal a Kelly Oubre for a BAE, I'm not mad at that. Again, he's he's a hustle hustle guy, a bucket getter. I, I, I can see him slotting in nicely as like a rotation piece that you put in from time to time when you need some chaos. You, you think he's only going to be worth 4.5 on the market? Who paying him? I think he's worth more than 4.5 on the market. That's okay. I, that's what I'm willing to pay him. All right. That's what I'm willing to I just meant, I meant realistically, I didn't think teams would be like, hey, here's this 4.5, brother. What do you think he's huh? going for? think he can still go for double digits like Tim Mill yeah okay if you want to go play with some sorry ass boys then by all means go get your buddy player <laughs> I don't know man he still played really well last season in the absence of LaMelo played all right though um, he got hurt when he started playing well actually now I'm thinking about it um yeah he probably get money but again I'm offer- offering him an opportunity to come play with some winners so that's that's up to him. Maybe he don't care. God about damn! Him. All right, now I'm tripping. He had twenty points. You said what? 
He was averaging 20 points a game. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like 4.5. It's a prove it deal. Hey, man, if I average 20 points per a prove it deal after he just averaged 20, he missed half a season. We can't depend on his health. This is how this going to go. Hey, Kelly. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Bibbs? How, how you doing, brother? Yeah, man, we are. Uh, we, we we looking at your box score, your stats right now. We saw you average 20 points per game. So um we like to offer you 4.5 mi- Hello? <laughs> oh snap. Out of sight, out of mind. I was still looking at back when people- I like the ambition though. I was back, I was thinking about Kelly Oubre back when people still hated him. I forgot he he You were thinking about he reclaimed Washington him. Wizards, Phoenix Suns, Kelly Oubre. He reclaimed himself since everybody uh, hated him back in the day. But versus Mavs, I'll put him on my Kelly. partial MLE list for eight mil. That's it. I'll put him on my partial. I'm bumping him up the list to partial. That's all I got. I ain't got no minimum, guys. So if you want to go for your oh yeah, I got you. Don't got no more BAE. Oh yeah, one more. I'm sorry. Because okay. I got one more as well. One more. Mo Bamba. Yeah. That's yours? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I added him once I saw that the Lakers were uh waving him. Um, add him right into the center rope. Look, if we can bring in Mo Bamba and not bring Dwight Powell back, that would be great. Like Mo Bamba, Derek Lively, Rashawn Holmes, if that's going to be the center rotation, I'm completely okay with that. I went and got Mo Bamba and uh and the outsiders play GM. Granted. I traded Tim Hardaway Jr. for him straight up. In hindsight, it's a terrible trade, but <laughs> it's a terrible trade. Um, but having him on the team in that stable as the third string center, I think uh, it, it is a good idea. Yeah, uh, I mean, pretty much the same. And depending on, you know, could you play him with Holmes? I don't, I don't know. But like, he stretched the floor a little bit too. So. Uh, Bomba's been a guy I kind of have eyed as a maxi replacement, as a secondary shot uh, block shot blocker. Like not a guy that you like. If you put him beside a, a bulky guy, he can come over the top and blocks for shots. I don't want him necessarily banging with Jokic, but um, but yeah, obviously Bomba's my dude, so I'm not gonna be complaining about him coming over to Dallas. Yep. Uh, you want to get into your minimum guys? How many minimums you got? None. Subliminal minimums, none. All right. Um, I mean, I could go back to my minimum criminals. I've been, I what the fuck? Rhythm of oh, You just doing shit now. Darius Baisley is my first one. Darius Baisley, not a sexy name right now in these streets, but I did you see me that. tag you on Twitter in the uh the tweet? Who? I, I mentioned you in the tweet when I found out that uh oh, yeah, they yeah. were not extending him to qualifying offer. I, I said drop the picture. I thought I had responded to it. To it. I probably didn't see it, but I was uh my Twitter. I hit my Twitter limit. I was trying not to be tweeting past a certain time. So, okay. Um, I thought I had already responded to it, so I would I, I would try to find I, it. I probably just didn't see it. That's I, I, I tried, couldn't find it on my timeline, and then my my limit hit, so I just left. Okay. It. But yeah, Darius Baisley, three four, uh, versatile, athletic. I, I like athletic dudes. I like tall dudes on my roster. He got potential. And you never know; it could be a, could be a lot of untapped potential. He like what twenty three, twenty four? If that, um, yeah, if that. Let's find out. Actually, let's might be twenty two. Actually, let's not guess. 
Baisley. His hair coming back on my face. He just turned 23. He just turned 23. Yeah. And barely, eh, he played 43 games last year. But second year, he averaged 13.7 boards. Like, there's there's something there. Yeah, for sure. Um, His hair growing back on my face, it's just so bad. Uh, should I continue? Yeah. Thomas Bryant. That's a good one. Center bullpen. He's shown some ability to stretch the floor from time to time. Uh, I'm sure he got his, did he get his ring last year? Yeah. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> got his ring last year. Young dude, still a, a, should be a couple years removed now from his ACL injury. Uh, I'd like to see him get back on track and have an opportunity to compete for a starting job. He used right to now. be more of a defender, but not so much anymore. I mean, again, I, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt with his leg recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that second year back should be better for him. Uh, and again, the three point shot is legit. If I like to see him to get a couple up every game, to be honest, and he's athletic still. Yep. My plays with a lot of energy. I like those type of guys. I like Thomas Bryant. Uh, I'll throw a name out there, uh, Joe Ingles. I like Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Uh, huh. Okay. Uh, older guy, uh, veteran, uh, can hit some shots, can play make a bit, still defend at a decent level. Uh, not going to play a lot of minutes on the team, especially at a minimum, but <laughs> nice guy to have on the bench. To bully uh, Josh, yep. Uh, I'll stay in this pocket, Jackson Hayes. Another, I saw that. Another young guy, uh, free agent all of a sudden. Guy who I've kind of had on my list because he's a pick and roll lob threat, uh, potential rim protector. That's the type of guy I want. Just got to get out of his own way. Uh, some people are going to not like that because they're going to say he's kind of going to get in the way of lively, but uh, I like competition. So if, if Hayes comes in and outplays lively, it is what it is. Like, Let me tell you I, something. Just because you was drafted number 12 don't guarantee you nothing. Yeah, and I don't, and I let's let's address that. So a lot of people get mad when you put people in front of lively. It's like, oh, we used a lottery pick on them. Who the fuck cares? We are trying to win championships, are we not? Facts. So like, <laughs> because the the Detroit Pistons drafted Darko Milicic with the second pick, they were supposed to put him in front of Ben Wallace. That's that's what we were supposed to do. No, you played a better player. You used that other player as an asset. Now, you want to protect Lively. I don't want him. If he's not going to be playing, send his ass to Frisco so he's getting reps. Like, he needs to be getting reps. Worked fine for Jaden Hardy. Walker Kessler didn't walk into the gym starting last year. He started starting in the second half of the year after he won out the role. Mark Williams played a lot of games in Greensboro. He came in and started late in the year. And he was a lottery pick too, right? I think he was he was either lottery or mid first. I think he was like 14, 15, somewhere in there. Okay. But regardless, high draft pick did not play much until the end of the year, and it worked out fine. De- Develop the players. These guys are young. He's he was uh, he had foul trouble in college last year. He averaged twenty minutes a game. I personally have no problem with him starting the year. For if Jackson Hayes comes in and clearly outplays him in preseason, early season. Yep. Send his ass to Frisco. It's fine. We want to win basketball games. The asset is not going anywhere. He's ours for four plus years if we decide to keep him when he's a restricted free agent. Or if Derek Lively went it out, send Jackson Hayes' ass to Frisco. Right. 
either one way or another, we have multiple bodies that we can put on the floor. That is a good thing, not a bad thing. I understand that y'all are used to having this trash ass depth, but having depth is a positive thing. Yeah, y'all really don't like depth. Like, I don't understand it. Y'all don't like options? I like options. I like competition in, in, in practice. I like intense practices because dudes are fighting for their lives. I hate how comfortable... Not Draymond and Jordan Poole fighting. Not that, not that kind of fight. Um, but Reggie Bullock was way too comfortable last year, throwing up bricks for three months. Yeah, who else was challenging him? Right. We thought Josh Green was balling his ass off and still couldn't get a starting spot, so... If you have two, three dudes fighting for these spots, there ain't going to be as many bricks going up. And if they are, they're gonna, we got somebody behind them ready. That's facts. I like competition, personally. That's, well, that's, that's higher I, than somebody ass, man. Um, Omer Yurtsevin. His people talking kind of crazy. They think he's him. Uh, I'm throwing him a one-year prove-it minimum. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't no him guy. Like he, he still got a lot to prove. He had a nice little run. Two years ago, but they said that they're looking for a team that believes in his potential. So come in, come compete with Rashawn Holmes and Lively for their start spot. If you really about that life, I think he's obvious. I think he's definitely the better rebounder out of the two. I'm a fan of the big yurt. I'm a fan sure. of big yurt. Put him in the bullpen. Let's go. I like it. Controversial ones next. Oh, shit. Derrick Rose. No Javon Carter, no Pat Bev. Give me a veteran point guard off the bench and, and, and D Rose. I don't know how I like him with Jaden Hardy, but I, I like it. I wanted Derek Rose. I think sometime last year I wanted us to trade for him at the deadline, but the Knicks wasn't budging. Um, I think he goes to a surefire contender. I don't necessarily know if that's us, but uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, and again, he's not coming in in a position where he necessarily needs to play big minutes. But in a pinch, uh, I would like to have him there. I could see a Milwaukee interested in him if they don't bring Javon Carter back. Yeah, I, I could see it as well. Um, Yuta was my only other minimum guy that I had fully listed out here. Um, I could have some names I can throw out that I included on my short, like long list when I was just writing down every name that's popped out for me. Okay. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams. Okay. As that third guard. I put DSJ down. I don't think that's realistic. I, I don't think so either. Uh, Karis LeVert. Uh, I, had, I had him and Beasley listed, but didn't put either one on my final list. because Is that for partial MLE? Yeah. Okay. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming THJ isn't going anywhere for right now. Like I just I went based on the fact that THJ is on the roster now, so those guys are gone. But if we trade THJ, then Beasley and LeVert become okay. options. Um, who else did I not name? I think I named the most Dwight Powell coming back, obviously, is always an option. You got the flash drives. So. Uh, we can't get Purdle, we can't get any of those other centers I named. Then I'll welcome Dwight Powell back. Um, and then finally, I had some two way guys as well, just three. I had a name for uh, partial MLE guy. Okay. I mean, what you think? Io DeSumo. You think he would be able to be gettable on a partial? I think so. I don't think the Bulls are trying to bring him back on uh on much. Hmm. Him or Kobe White, I would like either one of them. Interesting. 
I, I would expect if Lonzo never going to play basketball again, that they would be very incentivized to pay Io. But but I, we don't know what the Bulls doing. I'm not going to be mad at they're that. going to let one of them go. I don't think they're bringing both back. Gotcha. But we'll see. You never know. How would where does Kobe White fit? I think he can play some point guard. He's more of a combo guard. Uh, I like what I saw from him the second half of last season on a defensive end as well. Uh, he's got some size. He's six foot four. Uh, still young. Still has some potential. Uh, I think he can grow here. I wouldn't give him much. Maybe around like seven, eight million. And then, uh, huh? Probably gonna slide in in front of Jaden Hardy in that scenario. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely not against Kobe White. I will play him with Hardy off the bench. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting, interesting tandem. Yeah. Io, I think, fits better. I, I agree. Well, I like the defense. Yeah. I'm not sure how much I believe in Kobe's defense. In the length. He has a nice wingspan. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, either one of those could be interesting targets. Um on the two-way slot, I want our third two-way guy to be a big. Uh, I got Nemius Keita. Um, Mamadou Diakite and Jay Huff as my three potential targets. I think Huff is probably going to be locked down, and I'm, I'm assuming Kato is probably going to be locked down too. Um, and I'm not. Is Diakite even a? I think he sh- he was on a two way last year. I think he should still be eligible for a two way. Uh, I know that M- the the uh, the CBA changed the rules. I think I saw that your boy not eligible for a two way, right? Who that? Uh, Silva? No, he is not. Yeah, Diakite is available for two-way. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely definitely be interested in that. Okay. That's all I got. What are we moving to next? I mean, this was just going to be the free agency primer. I don't want to talk about nothing else. I thought you had anything else from, like, okay, cool. Um, How about this? What about, say we don't get Kyrie back and we don't get a signing trade and we have the full cap to work with? Did you list any guys? I did not. Uh, I did. I could run through some. Okay. Oh, so I can go back to the list and figure something out. I mean, I can make it quick. I ain't going to spend too much time on it because it's probably not realistic. But uh, Chris Middleton, 22 to 25 million. Okay. Brad Van Vliet. I'm not feeling. Not feeling it. I understand. I like 20 it. to 22 million. Middleton, I like to fit. Van Vliet, I do not. Okay. That's fair. Jeremy Grant. Yep. 22 million. Kyle Kuzma. Sacramento was out of the stakes for him now. Uh, And then I have guys where I'm like, okay, let's let's split this cap up. Jordan Clarkson to replace some of the scoring that uh, Kyrie Irving would give, 15, 16 million. I will take D'Angelo Russell at this point. That's fair. I get it. I get it. I'm putting him in that. I put him in that Spencer Dinwiddie mode. It's worked in the past. I, I believe in that. I got a name that you've heard earlier in the day. Dylan Brooks. You didn't have to say it again. We already knew. 
For we 15 already... million this time. For 15 million this time. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, it's really not that sexy out there. I would offer Purtle more money in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would offer Brown more money. I would offer Brown, Purtle, and PJ more money. Oh, PJ, shit. Yeah, I'm all in on PJ, I think. Yeah, I'd offer PJ more money. I'd offer him 20 million. I'm for sure offering him 20 million. Yeah. Question. Okay. Do I want to ask this on this podcast? Um, Probably not, but here we are. Maybe we can edit it out and leave it as exclusive for the Patreon if it get too crazy. Yeah, let's leave it a behind the scenes thing. Um, if we lose Kyrie and we got we got that money. <clears throat> now we're back to uh, the regularly scheduled program. If you're a Patreon member, then you just heard that whole conversation. But if you ain't, it's no way we letting y'all hear that shit. It's no way. It's no way we letting y'all hear that shit. Um, yeah, that's not that's not going out. Um, man, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything else to say on the free agent front. Tomorrow's going to be interesting. I'm glad that it's PM, so I'm not working. <laughs> we not recording tomorrow, right? Nah, I'm off all week. Next week, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I might find, I might go to Charlotte for the hell of it. We'll see what oh, happens. Okay. I actually, I am going to Charlotte on Sunday. Uh, for the USA soccer game, it's a USA soccer game on uh on Sunday. I'm looking forward to my phone blowing up with some bullshit. I still remember when we traded KP. I was uh, I think I went to I, I visited my girlfriend at work, and we were talking outside her job, and my phone just kept vibrating. And I'm like, zzz, 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 zzz. I'm like, oh shit, what the hell going on? I look and I saw we traded KP for that bullshit. I still remember us being in the locker room when we signed Reggie Bullock and Shannon LeBrother. I was like, the locker room? What the hell? Yeah. Known now as Spotify Green Room. Gotcha. Um, When we signed Reggie and Shannon LeBrother. It wasn't Spaces? It wasn't. Spaces wasn't around yet. I'll take your word for it. Spaces wasn't around yet. I don't think. No, Spaces might have been around, but I don't think we was doing Spaces. I don't think everybody had Spaces yet. I thought we were in the Hoop Spaces space. No, we were in locker room. We were in the locker room. We were in the locker room. Like doing our own? Yeah, we had hosted our own locker room thing. I remember. Because we was recording it and we was going to post it as an episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no more mistakes like that. I'm glad it's 6 p.m. Uh, so I don't have. To, I mean, I'm still gonna be distracted because the rumors gonna be yeah. flying, but I won't be as distracted. I got some things I need to finish, so I can feel good in my week off. Um, we'll be back Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll be back Saturday uh, to recap whatever deals have occurred up to that point. Uh, I think we're going to record our first NBA show as well. Again, for the Patreons, y'all get that. We'll talk about the other teams, what they're what we doing. Gonna call it? Huh? What are we going to call it? We ain't got to figure that out right now. <laughs> NBA Outsiders? I guess. NBA Outsiders. Outside the NBA. 
Okay. Yeah. Outside the NBA. All right. It's a little derivative, but let's make sure. Hold on. I gotta see if it's a it's probably somebody out there with that name. Somebody had Mavs outsiders. Don't nobody know them niggas. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the never mind. <clears throat> Actually, is it a dude that followed me? Yeah, some dude. It's it's a he has a Twitter handle, but I don't think he's doing nothing else with it. He writes for CBS Sports. James Herbert. His his Twitter handle is outside the NBA. Oh, he got a podcast. Let's find out. I feel like an easy name to throw up, but if they ain't really doing numbers like that, we can we can run it, outrun it. It ain't like it's gonna be out publicly anyway. It's gonna be on the Patreon. By the way, the the previous dudes that had the uh, Mavs Outsiders name, they now work for the Mavs and hadn't done a podcast in years, so that's why I was comfortable stealing the name. Good for them. There is an outside the NBA podcast. I don't know what the hell is it I'm looking at. They haven't done an episode since 2018. Oh, they good then. So that's 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 a stealable snatch. You just let me hold that. Anyway, I ain't got nothing else to say. I can get. I ain't got nothing else to say, man. You can close it out. (sighs) Until uh, next time, which again will be a couple days from now. I'm gonna try to get this up quick. No, never mind. I ain't gonna go there. Um, Look at this. Until next time, folks. Peace. Peace. Beach is your ultimate Florida beach vacation. Pack your bags and open your mind. Adventure is calling from Orlando's closest beach. Cocoa Beach is Florida's secret gem that's got it all. It's the budget-friendly, retro-cool destination that families and surfers adore. Come soak up the sun and ride the East Coast's most famous waves. Start planning your one-of-a-kind getaway now at visitspacecoast.com. For the next 30 seconds, picture yourself in Maine, standing on a rocky sea cliff, waves crashing against the shore. Imagine tasting the freshest seafood, succulent, sweet, and full of salty goodness. The calming sound of a canoe paddle dipping into a mirror-like lake. Picture yourself taking a breath and a beat, telling the world to stop, if only for a moment. Plan your trip at visitmaine.com. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next, all the forms, the bills, the not-a-bills, the... 
Press 4 to repeat these options. Does healthcare have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make healthcare easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.